Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lensman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Madeline Clark. Madeline is the Partner Relations Coordinator with the Iowa Donor Network. And Madeline, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And we're going to talk about organ donation because April is uh, Organ Donation Month. Um, and uh, tomorrow is Blue and Green Day. And we're going to talk about that a little bit too. But before we go any farther, Madeline, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your work with the Iowa Donor Network? Absolutely. My name is Madeline Clark, and I've been with Iowa Donor Network for about a year now. I initially joined as an intern and have been hired on full-time about four months ago as the Partner Relations Coordinator. My position is going to hospitals and out-of-hospital agencies as liaison and speaking about donation and education as well as informing these partners about their role in the life-saving process. Having said that, my connection to donation does precede my employment with Iowa Donor Network. Um, My grandfather was actually a two-time liver recipient before I was born. My uncle was a donor in 2012, and my brother is on the waiting list for a liver. So three different connections, all before I could even get my permit at the DMV. Wow. How about that? It's pretty crazy. Most people don't hear about organ donation until they get to the DMV and can register there, but it's been part of my life since before I was born. And I would think, and we're going to dive just digress here for a second you know I would think that most people who are listening today would would think to themselves I don't know if I know anybody who's had an organ uh, donation but or been an organ organ donor but I'm gonna guess that you're gonna tell me that uh, probably just about everybody knows someone absolutely so nationwide there's over a hundred thousand people waiting for that life-saving organ um, in the state of Iowa alone, there's over 600. So that is coworkers, friends, people in your communities, people that go to your church who are waiting for that life-saving transplant, and you might not even know it. So, Madeline, what, what makes an organ donor an important consideration, being an organ donor an important consideration for all of us? And you just mentioned going to the DMV and being able to do that. I, I just think that it, for all of us, we have to be thinking about and none of us wants to think about that day mm-hmm. potentially coming, but we know that there are people on the other side who would really benefit from being an organ donor. Yeah, so there are over 100,000 men, women, and children nationwide on that transplant waiting list, and unfortunately, around 17 people do die each day while waiting for that life-saving transplant. So it is a very real concern, and that's why it's so important for everyone to register. And it's really easy to register, too. You can get it at the DMV when obtaining or renewing your driver's license. You can get it at the DNR through Logan's Law when getting your hunting or fishing license, or you can register today at iowadonornetwork.org. It's very, very simple to sign up and save a life. And we'll come back and talk about that in just a minute. My guest on the podcast today is Madeline Clark. Madeline is a partner relations coordinator with the Iowa Donor Network, and we're talking about organ donation uh, because April is um, uh, Organ Donation Month. And we want to recognize not just the people who've received those organs, but the people who have donated those. And again, one of those questions that comes up, I think, fairly often is, what kinds of organs can people actually donate? So there are six internal organs a person can donate. That includes the lungs, pancreas, intestines, kidneys, heart, and liver. However, if a person is suitable to donate all six internal organs, they can actually save up to eight lives. The lungs can either be transplanted together or they can go to two different recipients. The kidneys are 
pretty much always separated because there's over 90,000 people waiting for a kidney on that waiting list. And the liver can actually be segmented into two different um, organs and then go to two different recipients and regrow to its full size. But to touch on tissue donation as well, which is just as important, one tissue donor can impact between 50 to 300 different individuals. And when we say tissue, we kind of describe that for us as well because people, sometimes they get the the thought process, I'm not sure what you mean by tissue. Let's talk about that for a second. Absolutely. So um, organ donation gets touched on a lot, but uh, Iowa Donor Network is actually a tissue recovery agency as well. And we can recover skin, bones, heart valves, veins, and all of these tissues have the opportunity to enhance lives. We also have a great relationship with the Iowa Lions Eye Bank in the state of Iowa, and people can donate their corneas and help restore sight for up to two people as well. Madeline, um, who qualifies to uh, sign up as an organ donor? Anyone can register to be an organ donor. It does not matter age or medical history. Um, which is very, very exciting. So I encourage everyone to go and register today. My guest on the podcast today is Madeline Clark. Madeline is a partner relations coordinator with the Iowa Donor Network. We're talking about organ donation. I think one of the questions that people do ask a fair amount because there's a, a lot of myths and misconceptions about organ donation and what that means because it's all about end of life care and people are concerned that their lives won't be ended prematurely because somebody's waiting for an organ or they're afraid about the the cost from being an an organ donor. And and I think that maybe we could talk about a couple of those things and see if we can't clear up some of those misperceptions today. Absolutely. So with organ donation, a person uh, must pass away at a hospital and be kept on a mechanical ventilator. Two different doctors will diagnose that person as brain dead, and that is when we are alerted as Iowa Donor Network um, that there might be a candidate for donation. We will arrive on scene and assess the donor, and if that donor is able to donate their organs, we will then recover and transport those organs to a recipient on that waiting list and give that recipient a second chance at life. And I think the important thing for people to keep in mind here is that you know, the, the concept of, of someone's life ending prematurely is not a part of this equation in any way, shape, or form. It is, so there's, there's two responsibilities, the first responsibilities to the patient, and making certain that that patient gets the absolute best care that they can get, regardless of the facility that they're in. But when the time comes and, and there is no hope of recovery, that is when uh, all of the the questions about who can who can donate and can they donate and so on and so forth. That's when that that's when that starts. Correct. Um, donation does not become a topic of conversation until a person has passed away. If a person passes in a, away in the hospital, that is when they have potential to be an organ donor. But even people who pass away out of hospital can still be a donor, such as a tissue donor or a cornea donor. I can speak to my own experience with my uncle being a donor in 2012. That knowing he went on to save other people's lives made that grieving process so much easier. So donation really is an incredible thing. But to touch on your point, yes, it does not become a conversation until that patient has passed away. And so while we're talking about that, let's let's move one step further because we know that there are live organ donations that are done. And let's talk about that for a second. Absolutely. So with Living Donation, Iowa Donor Network does not coordinate that 
personally. Um, that is something a transplant center would coordinate with the living donor and the recipient. However, we absolutely encourage it. If someone is interested in becoming a living donor, we encourage them to reach out to a transplant center near them or check out our website at iowadonornetwork.org um, for the resources we have there. Yeah, and a living donation typically is kidneys, correct? Kidneys are, I would yeah. argue, the most popular yeah. ones. Yeah. Especially when we have so many people on waiting lists who actually are waiting for kidneys. Not uncommon, I think. That's It's much more common now than it used to be. Absolutely. With kidneys, what's amazing about living donation is when a person donates their kidney to another, they almost saved two lives. The person that was on the list who now received their living donation and the person who was below them just got bumped up another spot and greatly increased their chances of receiving a kidney. So living donation is amazing. My guest on the podcast today is Madeline Clark. Madeline is a partner relations coordinator with the Iowa Donor Network. We're talking about organ donation because April is uh, Organ Donation uh, Recognition Month. One of the questions that people ask, and something that you touched on just a little bit earlier, is organ matching. How does that process work? Yes, so there is an algorithm that goes into organ matching that takes in multiple different factors, such as body size, blood type, the location of the patient, as well as the need for an organ, and all that gets factored into an algorithm, like I mentioned, that will match a organ up to its recipient. So tell us about the need for transplants. We talked about this a little bit earlier. We have, but there are people waiting for organs, all kinds of people waiting for all kinds of organs right now. You talked about liver, but we know that there's lung, there's heart. Let's just talk about that one more time so that people really understand what the need is for organ donation. There is an incredible need for organ donation. There is over 100,000 men, women, and children on that waiting list. And the need for organs greatly outweighs the amount of organs we do have available. Around 17 people do die each day waiting for that organ. And that list is just growing longer. So I greatly encourage everyone to sign up to be an organ donor today and save some lives. My guest on the podcast is Madeline Clark. Madeline is a partner relations coordinator with the Iowa Donor Network. We're talking about organ donations. And if someone would like to contact you, Madeline, or the Iowa Donor Network to find out more about uh, any portion of what we've talked about today in terms of how organs get donated and how you sign up and so on and so forth, how can they get in contact with you? I encourage everyone to check out our website at iowadonornetwork.org to learn more and see the resources we have available there. And again, the ways that you can sign up to be an organ donor. You can sign up at the DMV when getting or renewing your driver's license. You can sign up through Logan's Law at the DNR when getting your fishing or hunting license. And you can sign up at our website at iowadonornetwork.org. And we would encourage anyone who is considering organ donation, get the information, educate yourselves, and then let's get signed up because we have a lot of need for organ donation out there. Absolutely. I like to say give the gift of life, be an organ donor, and I encourage everyone to do that today. My guest on the podcast, Madeline Clark, Partner Relations Coordinator with the Iowa Donor Network. And Madeline, thank you for your time today. Thank you. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.